Good evening, beautiful listeners. This is Somni Rose. Welcome to the Pink Moon Podcast. It is unintentional ASMR content. This podcast is a place to escape for a while and hoping to um, help you relax by bringing you some quiet entertainment. So before I continue, I would like to say that some of the noises that you might hear in the background, they are from a little bird that I've rescued and um, at the moment he's having some snacks. So that is him just um, enjoying his food. So one of the things I like to do before we get started is just to begin the um, relaxation process and one of the ways to do that is just to take some um, deep inhalations and exhalations it's just to help us to slow down a little bit so just inhale deeply Hold and release. Inhale again. Hold and release. That's great. You did it very well. So it's just a simple breathing exercise just to help us focus for a moment. In tonight's episode, I am going to be narrating a story written by yours truly. It's called The Office Fairy. However, before I share the story, I need to uh, warm up my vocal cords. So please allow me to ramble a little bit more before we check the mailbox. I also want to thank my Patreons for supporting this podcast. It would not exist without their support. Thank you so much to my VIPs. I also keep forgetting to mention that this podcast is also available on YouTube. I've uploaded the episodes there in video versions uh, because sometimes I know that there are people who like to create video playlists. So if you spend time over on YouTube from time to time, please subscribe to my channel, The Pink Moon Podcast. And for those of you listening to me on iTunes, iHeart, and more, and you are enjoying this content, please write a positive review. It helps to grow this podcast. And of course, your feedback is always welcome. It helps to uh, improve the uh, content. Okay, so let's check the mailbox. The letters received this week are comments posted on the YouTube channel of the podcast and tweets that I've received. Although it is public information, I refrain from mentioning names unless I've been given permission. Yes, 
I am a little paranoid and a little bit old-fashioned. I'm just trying to be careful. So here's a letter regarding episode 2, Mikomega. Reminds me a bit of Stamislaw Lem. I like your commentary too and agree. Mikomega isn't a great friend. Thank you for sharing your thoughts. I didn't know who Stamislaw Lem was, so I looked it up. According to Wikipedia, he was a Polish writer of science fiction, philosophy, and satire, and a trained physician. He is best known as the author of the 1961 novel, Solaris. Now, one of the things I know about Solaris, it's been turned into a film, but I haven't seen it yet. So I am adding it on my to-do list. This is what I like about reading your letters. We get to learn from one another and discover new authors. So thank you very much for um, this week's uh, letters. Okay, so tonight's story, as previously mentioned, was written by me. And it's making its debut here on this podcast and that is all i am going to say for the introduction because i am saving my thoughts for the commentary section i really hope that you are feeling more relaxed so please um, make yourself more comfortable and this is quiet entertainment and just a friendly reminder to um, ensure that you are in a safe place and that you're not operating heavy machinery and not driving. So, inhale deeply, exhale deeply, relax your body, relax your mind. The pink moon will once again make you feel sleepy. The Office Fairy by Somni Rose Nobody knew where she came from. Was she even from this world? She was magical and full of creativity. Everything she wore was colorful. But her wardrobe did not shout at you. Everything from the way that she wore her long blonde hair, her clothes, her makeup, looked like a garden of flowers. She was like sunshine, bright and airy. But she had a gentle demeanor. She was kind, quiet, but had a magnetism that attracted people especially animals and plants with whom she could communicate. Everything she created spoke to someone. It was common knowledge that she was happily married to a man who worked in an office. They were complete opposites. He wore white crisp button shirts, gray colored trousers, and a dark tie and carried a briefcase. It was warm where they lived, so even though he had a suit jacket to complete the look, 
he didn't always wear it. He always looked sharp. They lived in a house in a cul-de-sac. Every afternoon, when he would park his car in the driveway, the happiness on his face was evident of how much he was happy to be home. Many times, the neighbors saw public displays of affection between he and his wife. They were deeply in love and happy. Sometimes, their two white cats would follow her out to the driveway to greet him and follow them both back into the house. Their backyard was large enough for a large dog to run about and get plenty of sun, fresh air, and exercise. There were wooden fences separating their backyard from the neighbors, but everyone shared a tall grass fence panel. Although many of the houses looked new, this fence looked like it had been there for many years. It was very green. Its many branches were strong. This grass fence would be there for many more years to come. One day, while working from home, where she was designing a gray dress with wings for one of her customers, she looked up from the sketches towards the backyard, just in time to see a white horse jump over the grass fence. It landed on her backyard. The horse was beautiful and seemed to shine under the sunlight. She was stunned. Where did the horse come from? What was on the other side of the fence? It had never occurred to her what could be there or who lived there. Before other questions could rush through her mind, another horse jumped over the fence. It had struggled with the jump and landing because it was a foal, a baby horse. It was brown with a bit of disheveled hair caused by his adventures with the fence. His graceful moves were still in the works. He was looking towards the fence and that's when another foal appeared. It was the same color but smaller in size than the other. There were now three horses in her backyard. She had the gift of animal communication, but she couldn't get additional details from them other than they wanted her to accompany them and jump across the tall grass fence. Why? she asked. The white glorious horse kept beckoning her by moving its head back and forth from her towards the fence. But why? she asked again. At that moment, the doorbell rang. She quickly got up to check who it was. She was relieved to see it was her neighbors, with whom she was good friends. Have you seen the horses? they asked. Yes, they are in my backyard. You have to see them. They all rushed to see them, and the horses were indifferent to the neighbor's presence. The three would only look at her. Her friends then asked her questions all at once. Where did they come Can from? Can't you figure out what they want? Maybe they're Does lost. Does anyone know what's on the other side of the fence? 
It's a cliff, answered a voice they didn't recognize. They turned their heads away from the horses towards the voice. It was the neighbor from the house located near the entrance of the cul-de-sac. They didn't know her that well. She was new to the neighborhood. The owners of the house were away temporarily. As a result, she was there renting for now. She was a makeup artist and worked at the local mall. They all wonder if they had been so distracted by the horses that they didn't notice her before. They watched her as she calmly walked up to the white horse, who bowed his head at her. She placed her hands on his head and greeted him. It was as if they knew each other. She's in danger, the horse whispered to her. The gray dress with wings that she's designing is for a man who knows who she is. He is evil and wants to take her powers. He too is not from this world. And if he marries her, that garment that she's designing will be her wedding dress. But she's already married, the mysterious neighbor whispered back. The mysterious neighbor looked at the office fairy. That's what she had called her. When the office fairy had visited the makeup store and she was helping her with her purchases. Unbeknownst to most, the mysterious neighbor was not from this world either and she recognized her kind. She had also learned that some of her kind when visiting this plane some can lose their memory and the more time they spend on this realm the more human they become but somehow they never lose their fairy charisma the mysterious neighbor had called her an office fairy because that's exactly who she was a fairy trying to pass for human in a mundane world I like how that sounds, she had said to the mysterious neighbor. That should be the name of my business. The mysterious neighbor relayed the white horse's message to her. You're talking crazy, said the office fairy. The mysterious neighbor grabbed her hand firmly and stared at her. The office fairy looked deep into her green eyes. It was then that her memory came back everything. You're hurting her. Stop that. The other neighbors had intervened. The office fairy calmed them down and said it was okay and that she was fine. I know who's after me, said the office fairy. Wait, you're not going to leave your you're husband. You can't listen to her. I'll come back for him, but I can't stay here. She's right. The man will hurt him. Please tell him that I'm coming back for him, said the office fairy. She thanked the mysterious neighbor for her help and jumped on the white horse, who then backed up a little and then ran and jumped over the green fence, followed by the two brown foals. The neighbors were stunned. It all happened too fast to stop her. One of them 
went up to the fence and saw that indeed there was a cliff, but they had vanished. The mysterious neighbor had disappeared as well. The neighbors were in shock at the magic they had just witnessed. Right at that moment, the husband came home. The neighbors explained to him what had happened. He didn't believe them and immediately called the cops. He screamed at them, thinking that they had hurt her. The neighbors ran out of the house, but they stayed together at one of the neighbors' houses. They were also worried about the cops. Would their story be believed? One of the neighbors kept watch of the husband in the office fairies' house to see if there were any news, any movements, any updates. The cops showed up, but the husband didn't answer the door. At that moment, the neighbors came out to talk to the authorities, but everything they said didn't make any sense to the cops. All they understood was that a spouse was missing and the husband was distraught. The cops were concerned that the husband might hurt himself or that something bad had happened to him, so they broke into the house. But when the cops entered the house and looked around, the husband and the two white cats were nowhere to be found. There you have it, folks. This is a story I dreamt on September 21st, 2019. That's right, you heard it correctly. It was a dream I had. And the moment I woke up, I voice recorded everything that I could uh, remember. The dream actually had a very sad ending, but I changed it because although it was a dream, it doesn't mean it's the final version. Speaking of dreams, for any of you listening, do any of you have vivid dreams? I do, all the time. So much so that there have been instances when I wake up, I have to sit on my bed for a moment because I can't tell if I'm still dreaming or if I'm actually awake. And the thing is, it, it can sound pretty cool to have these very vivid dreams, but the same thing goes for nightmares. Many of the stories I've written have come from dreams. And I would say that 99% of the time, these dreams, they're, they are like watching a movie. I hear the dialogue, I see the wardrobe, I see people that I've never met in my life or ever seen in my life, I think. But I, but when I'm writing down the, um, the stories or I'm editing my own work, I do take away or add other characters and sometimes I do tweak uh, the uh, dialogues. So one of the things I want to mention about the uh, two main characters, which is the office fairy and the mysterious neighbor. In my dream, they look like the following actresses. 
for the office fairy it was Britt Marling she's the actress from the OA a show that I really really love and I resent Netflix for canceling it but that's another story for another day now for the mysterious neighbor in the dream it was Kristen Wilson it, it, specifically it was the character that she played in Dungeons and Dragons it was I think she was called Norda so that character right there that's exactly what she looked like uh, in my dream except that she was wearing 21st century clothing <laughs> that's the only difference so now let's talk about the meaning of the story or the dream personally I think it's a reminder that there are other worlds out there be it in dreams or learning about other cultures or visiting other countries when you're a tourist sometimes you end up in other places and you'll ask yourself am I still on the same planet it can be a very humbling experience I know that dreams are also very personal so maybe for me it's a reminder to keep things in balance between the mundane with the non-mundane also one of the things I would like to uh, stress is that I'm not here to put down the corporate world because it does have a place it provides employment benefits and much more to uh, people one of the things I've learned as well is that no matter what industry you are in there is the high possibility that you can lose yourself your sense of identity and this is why it's always important to have ways to stay true to ourselves be it through hobbies sports arts hanging out with family etc etc now again this is my personal opinion it's not professional advice it is only my commentary in regards to uh, my uh, story slash dream now as per the title of the story I have to give credit to my friend Una we actually collaborated on an ASMR hair brushing videos so some of you who follow my YouTube channel have already seen her so um, and for those of you listening my youtube channel is called Somni Rosé a long time ago we met while we were working in an office and I had said to her many times that she looks like a fairy so on I think it was for my birthday she gave me a card and she signed it office fairy so I thought that was a wonderful name and I knew that someday I would incorporate it in a story somehow so I have to give credit where credit is due so the title is all her idea so thank you so much Una so as previously mentioned this is my first time sharing this story and uh, who knows maybe I'll share it in different ways on my youtube channel or on another uh, platform regardless i hope you have enjoyed it and i am now opening the floor to you please share your comments 
which you can send at the following email address, thepinkmoonpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can comment on the uh, YouTube channel. Or you can send me a tweet. Please remember to let me know how you would like me to address you on this podcast. You can say, call me Anonymous or Billy Russo. If there's a story you would like me to read, please let me know. If it's in the public domain, great. If not, I'll get in touch with the author and ask for their permission. If you like my work, please consider becoming a VIP over at Patreon. The name of the page is Somni Rosé. Or check out my other products on my online store at www.somnirosé.com. Sending you love, peace, and light. Until next time. Ciao.